1: A warm welcome to our audience, my name is Willem Klopper, I am your host, and in this episode we will have a conversation with the president of IOPSA, Mr. Adrian Mayberg, to discuss what role the president fulfills, as well as what led Adrian to achieve this role, and also some of the challenges that Adrian faces within this role. We intend to find out uh, how Adrian manages uh, to balance between his everyday tasks and fulfilling the role of president of IOPSA. Adrian, a warm welcome to you as well, and uh, thanks, stack for joining me in this podcast. Thank you for the introduction, Willem. Thank you, hi all. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, have a listen to this. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulated Plumber.
0: Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za.
1: If you don't mind, Adrian, if you would just quickly introduce yourself to the audience, please.
2: Uh, thanks, Willem. Um, hi, everybody. Yes, I am the current IOPSA president and the Eastern Cape regional chairman um, for IOPSA down in the Eastern Cape neck of the woods. Um, and yes, it. Sounds like a lot, and, I, and your introduction makes me sound very important, but it's not as serious as what that is.
1: <laughs> the, people, the people start calling you Mr. Now uh, or Sir?
2: Well, preferably neither. Yeah, no, but yes, as, 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 far, as far as my role is concerned within IOPSA, um, as the president, I basically, I think I have the easiest job. I do the high-level oversight or just the high-level running of the organization. I don't get involved with the day-to-day managing of staff. Um, We do have an executive director for that. But as far as the organization is concerned, I do oversee um, right from regional level to the national level, which also includes our NET Exec Committee. And I serve on the uh, business and finance committee as well as the uh, technical committee. So yeah, I just try—I'm involved, but not on a on the actual operational side.
1: Adrian, just just a very brief career background of yourself. Um, what, what? Obviously, you're you're a plumber yourself. I mean, you're you're in the plumbing sector. You've you've been involved with IOPSA, um, but just. Your career background, what led you to achieve the role of president of IOPSA?
2: I think being a plumber, um, I did my trade test in uh, in 1987, 88, I started off. And in 1991, I got my red seal as a qualified plumber, which you can ask any plumber that is like one of the biggest days of your life. Um, Then in in 1999, I applied for a position at the local authority as a plumbing and drainage inspector. And then I think it's important to note that there are not too many local authorities that that actually have these offices that we work in at the moment. It was quite funny working with these guys that used to come out to site and test and inspect your work. Um, But then when my supervisor left um, in 2008, I was encouraged by my colleagues to apply and I was then promoted to senior plumbing and drainage inspector for Nelson Mandela Bay Metro, Mm -hmm. a position that I still hold today. So yeah, it was around that time when I was approached by the then chairman, uh, Rob Miller, to join the OPSA Regional Exco as technical representative, uh, a position that I'm still holding on today being in the training and the technical bit. other than that, uh, about five, six years ago, Rob's health started failing or started letting him down a little. So uh, I was then elected as the regional uh, chairman, joined the NET exec, and in June 2020, at our national executive committee meeting, I was then elected president.
1: Okay, so that's a good year and and approximately a month ago. so Yeah. You, you you are you are you still finding your feet or you you obviously now have settled in quite nicely in that role and and have found your feet
2: i, I would say yes um but I, I think the biggest thing when you when you discuss these things with people is that when you do, uh, when you're a regional exco member and you do your bit, you get promoted to a regional chairman. The pond gets a bit bigger, and then from a regional chairman you go to net exec and you see an even bigger picture. So that when you actually get to the point where I am now, um, when I was elected, I spent a whole week up in uh, Eden at the national head office meeting up with everybody, marketing, uh, membership, uh, financial, all of those people involved there just to get a better insight into what our OPSA does as a national institute or where we are and what we are performing and how we're performing. So it, it was quite an eye opener. And when you say finding your feet, it's it sounds easier than what it is. Finding your feet in a permanently uh, liquid situation or a Permanently moving environment. So yeah, but yes, the the biggest scale or the biggest uh, surprise factors come and gone. So yes, now we full steam ahead. Uh,
1: so so talking about finding your feet, and and you 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 mentioned the word. It's a it's a permanently liquid or or, or flowing or moving environment. Um, obviously, you, you change, uh, things change, uh, things evolve, etc. The, the yeah, challenges may be confronted or, or, or occurs. What Would you care to name a few of the challenges that you face within your current role?
2: I think the biggest one and it's not a it's not a plumbing thing, it's not an ops. I think I think the biggest issue that we're having at the moment is this whole pandemic, this whole COVID, what would you call it? situation if you wanna call it that. The whole issue around not seeing the guys, not getting that FaceTime, not meeting up with your regional guys, or you do an online meeting here and there. Um and I think it's the fact that no one's ever been in this situation, there's no history that one can consult mm. and say, okay, we did it like that in the 1950s, or we did it like that in the nineties. Um, it, it's it's uncharted territory. And I think what, what has emerged mm. out of this whole pandemic thing is the ability for our OPSA to adapt. When I look at when this whole lockdown thing started, uh, we were in permanent communication with our members. We helped them to get the essential, uh, services permits going we did uh, online training for the guys that needed to catch up on their cpd so you try and adapt and you see how you can add value to your members even in these difficult times and i mean let's face it um mm-hmm. the loss of income to plumbers we we had the let's call them the maintenance crews out there doing geezers and block trains and they're plumbing but but when it came to the construction plumbers they were basically restricted because the other trades like the carpenters masons and the building contractors have basically shut down so yes there's Mm. been a a bit of a a shuffle or a bit of a movement around getting the guys sorted out, making sure the youngsters especially the smaller companies we know it comes down to regions you get the regional chairman to contact the younger guys or the smaller companies making sure that they're right, making sure that everything is done and dusted and I think it would be unfair not to mention the hard work that our national head office has been doing with regards to getting communications out, getting paperwork sorted and making sure that this whole thing gets navigated Without any um, serious loss, I think it, we can also mention that in 2020, uh, we were around 100 to 110 new members joined our OPSA. So even when times were tough with the value that we were adding to the industry and to the actual members. Um oh, sorry, and, and and when we did the training in 2020, we actually included non-OPSA members as well, just to keep everybody afloat, keep everybody informed and make sure that we actually have that information out there. And then the Yes, and and, and get the guys to understand that whether you're in Cape Town, whether you're in Joburg, whether you're in Bloom, wherever you are, you're not alone and, and this whole industry is basically going through it. And then Mm. the only other real challenge that we're looking at Mm. uh, from my side and and, uh, once again, we're looking at the last, let's call it four to five years, um, has been a major change. um, Starting with our previous president, Mr. Smith, Um, there was a huge gap in formal training. We had guys operating. We had guys being taught by uh, non-accredited institutions. So as far as formal training is concerned, we had a serious lack of quality artisans being produced um, that were equipped to do what a qualified artisan would be expected to do for a company or for himself for that matter. So about four or five years ago, we... As our OPSA started with this whole um, interactive training, we've got uh, uh, various international bodies involved as well. So we started with a DSPP project, uh, costs, um all of these value-added training facility or training um, opportunities, if you call them that. And then, of course, the fact that we do not have, um, like I said, that face time that's lacking. Um, mm, we have invested the
1: interpersonal yes the, the interpersonal contact with get, the people yeah, yeah. Get,
2: getting in front of a group of guys or getting in front of a group of people saying you know this is what we do this is our training so with our new learner management system our LMS system um, we've gone both Online and face-to-face, unfortunately, current time doesn't allow for face-to-face, but we still mm-hmm. have the online training. What makes that better for the guys is that the, the guys that actually work during the day, you can do that LMS thing at your own leisure, at your own pace, whether it's at night, over weekends, early in the morning when you have your first coffee, you do that whole training thing in something that makes you feel comfortable. So, yes, I think as far as the challenges are concerned, we we do have them. But we are also adapting and working to make sure that it um, we get we get not only on top of
1: things, but we get out better on the other side of it. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this.
0: Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Plumber training has never been easier with Articulated Plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy to follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber.
1: Adrian, had you mentioned earlier in the conversation that you also, uh, you know, um, have the position or the role of senior plumbing and drainage inspector, um, a full which is a full time job for you. How do you manage to balance between you know the whirlwind of your everyday tasks and fulfilling your role and respons- responsibilities as president of IOPSA, and even you know adding, uh, adding to that, addressing the challenges that you've mentioned. Somehow you must find a balance in in in, in all of that
2: to be very honest, with very little sleep. Um, <laughs> thing, thing, yeah, th- things, things tend to pile up. Um, they do. Uh, as most plumbers will tell you, admin is not one of our strong suits. Um, I, I can't tell you why, but it, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. So, no, basically, um, I always had a passion for not only the, the plumbing, but for the whole building industry. So, my late dad used to say that when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. So, I I tend to live by that. I I try and contribute where I can. Um, I think the important thing is that, or what drives me is the fact that you know what, um, even not being president of OPSO or, or just being involved with something, there are always people. And in this case, I'd like to mention our national head office. From that let's call it higher level, Um, I can see what the whole of the national head office is doing. But I can also tell you what a great contribution the regional chairman do or how how they contribute to the whole system. So it becomes this whole um, family thing. So, I, I, when I get up in the morning, my first thought is I don't want to let anyone down today, whether it's at work, whether it's with our OPSA, whether it's with Chaswick, whatever body I'm involved with. You don't want to be that weak link for that day. Mm. So you tend to get up afresh. You jump at whatever comes in there first. And I can tell you, I do apologize a lot because um, if the deadline is Friday and I get there on Monday, I apologize profusely. But I do try and get what needs to be done out there back within the people and then my current girlfriend will tell you that when it comes to fishing and golfing and the other things i still make time for that type of uh, extramural activities as well so yeah I, i i keep busy but like i say enjoy every moment of it
1: so other than achieving the role of president of iopsa what highlights of your career would you like to share with us
2: like i mentioned earlier um The fact, I was privileged enough to have been employed and trained by one of the better plumbers in the industry. He stepped out, or he closed his business after 32 or 33 years of of operating. Um, I was privileged in getting taught both not only the the hand skills, but also the, the, the references to the standards and all the other documentation and all the the general theoretical knowledge that you need. So as far as highlights are concerned, yes, my apprenticeship was full and busy, and it was done in a very professional manner. And then once I got qualified, it was down to managing a couple of big uh, construction sites. Um, but as time goes on, you try, try and find – new or bigger challenges and that's how I ended up with the municipality so when you say um, achievements I see all of these things as achievement but uh, June 2020 as far as being appointed president of the Institute of Plumbing South Africa I think that that basically caps it all and it gets like I said gets you going or gets me going into making sure that I get everything done that I need to do. Um, You get a million phone calls a day, but if you skip one, you have to phone people back. So whether it be our operations manager, whether it be a plumber, whether it be the office, you try and keep in contact with everybody. Mm. So highlights, too many to mention
1: you mentioned the word family um and and i w- I, w- I could call it a support structure within Iopsa the the organization um and and you're part of that support structure um, you know to your team within Iopsa to the plumbers out there um and yeah, it's clear from what, I, from what we are discussing in, in, in the conversation that we're having that you have an, an absolute passion for what you're doing. An absolute passion. You, you said you had a, a passion for the construction industry as a whole, but, but so much the more for plumbing. Um, and it's just awesome to know that you, know, you are in the position that you are and that you are fulfilling the role that you are, especially because of the fact that you have that passion and that drive and that motivation to make success and just get the things done.
2: I think what what people tend to forget, Willem, is that um, when you're speaking to plumbers or when you're dealing with plumbers, um, uh, not knocking any other trade, please, um, I'm just mentioning plumbers because that's where I am. And as far as plumbers are concerned, whether we're there on a building site doing the original setup, getting the side toilets and getting the standpipes out for the construction or for the, the, the actual contract, whether we're digging trenches across the whole... Uh, site for electrical sleeves and the uh, telecom and data and everybody coming afterwards. Uh, I, I think when you look at plumbing in general, we touch on every other trade or we, we interconnect or interact mm. with just about every trade, whether it be the roofing guys, the brickies, um, I- anyone on that site at some stage or the other, the plumber will deal with them. And I think at that that level of involvement or that level of actually being on site every day, being involved, being aware of what's happening around you, I don't think the the plumbers on the ground get enough credit for that. Everybody look Mm. at the plumber and they go, yeah, that guy. He's not that guy. He's an artisan or he's a (laughs) A qualified individual that has probably got more skills and having dealt with more different people than most other trades have.
1: I I think let's call it by name. He's a professional in his specific trade. Mm. Very as much, much, so. as a, as much as a doctor is a professional in their specific trade, then, you know, and that's what a plumber does is he, they're a professional in their specific trade, they shouldn't be an afterthought, you know,
2: exactly. Um, and, and the thing, and sorry, and just to add on to what we do, um, the tendency in the, the recent past has been to actually um, get the more senior guys or the guys with the experience to actually start mentoring some of the young and up and coming. Um, uh, apprentices or learners, whatever they'd like to call themselves. So even just on that level, getting involved with the younger generation, getting involved with the apprentices and making sure that whatever the knowledge they have or the experience that they have gained in the past is actually being
1: transferred onto these youngsters. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this.
0: Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users.
1: Adrian, uh, do you have, we're drawing to a close uh, of this specific chat and conversation, and and, and, uh, I know that we can carry on for hours uh, because there's a lot of information to share. But I would like to ask you whether you have any last words or final statements to, to our audience, perhaps a word of motivation during the, the, you know, again, the fact that we're facing lockdown and, and COVID, the pandemic. Any any last words or final statements to, to our audience?
2: Yes, I'd just like to um, get the guys to concentrate on making sure we follow Protocols out there, making sure that uh, not only you as the plumber or the business owner, but also your staff um, around the workplace and going to various places and coming back home, making sure that everybody's safe. As far as the plumbing is concerned, guys, um, there's a lot happening out there. There's a. Ultimately, it boils down to being professional in this industry, being those professionals that can carry on whether you're being a mentor to youngsters, making sure that everything gets done according to the book, making sure that everybody stays safe, it is a responsibility that we took upon ourselves when we became professionals. So as far as my message is concerned, guys, keep it safe and make sure that uh, we keep representing our industry the way we are at the moment.
1: Thank you. Adrian, thank you. Thanks for your time and thanks for your effort. Um, also, thanks for the int- information that you shared. I mean, it, it was quite interesting to find out from your perspective and, and the role that you fulfil and the contribution that you, you know, together with so make in the in the plumbing industry. Um, it's it's just also awesome to hear it from, let's for a lack of better terms, from the horse's mouth. Um, so Arjan once again thanks to Stack and then lastly thanks to the audience we do hope to see you next time just before we say goodbye have a listen to this we'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook not only to find out more about the Man in the Band podcast but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulate It Plumber finally it's time to switch off this engine cheerio
0: man in the van podcast your regular audio drive time companion